I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, everyone. This is Aresh Shirali from Mint, and I'm here to introduce you to our latest podcast, Mint Views Daily Dispatch. I have with me my colleagues Anant Vijay Kala, Srija Kundu, Srijay Sinha, and Rohit Ranjan. The idea is to offer you insights on the latest issues that catch our attention every day. Welcome to Mint Views. Today we will talk about the Karnataka government and its safety. The Supreme Court has just delivered a verdict on the 17 legislators of the Karnataka Assembly who were disqualified by the Speaker after the 2018 elections held in the state. The Supreme Court has upheld the disqualification of these 17 MLAs, legislators, under the anti-defection law, but it has said that they shall not be barred from contesting further elections during the five-year term of the current Assembly. The difference between the two formations right now is only five seats. It also means that for the Yadurappa government to retain power, it needs to actually win a minimum of six of those 15 seats. If not, the government may be a threat. The question is, is the Yadurappa government a threat or is it safe? We open the discussion now. Uh, Srijay, what do you think? Uh, Arish, uh, winning six seats out of those 15 that go to uh, post on the 5th of December, uh, should not be much of a uh, much of a difficulty uh, for the for the BJP uh, for two reasons. One, uh, the rebel MLAs have their own uh, stronghold in their constituency. Their existing uh, voter base would be supplemented by the BJP's vote voter base because they are, they will be contesting on a BJP ticket. Number two is, uh, if you remember, uh, these rebel MLAs were reportedly promised ministerial berths in the BJP government. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, their constituents uh, would be aware that if their leaders go on to win the election, they would end up being in the cabinet. So this would add another push. This will, this will give another push to their campaign during the polls. And uh, thirdly, the BJP's political dominance, the electoral dominance uh, nationally as well as in several states should be able to see these uh, candidates through the elections. So you are essentially saying that the BJP will not consider it risky to reappoint or to renominate these 15 rebel MNAs for the same seats. Because, but they did have uh, a different kind of vote base when they did win those seats in the first place, right? Because they stood on JDS oblique Congress tickets. Uh, doesn't the BJP consider that a, a kind of risk, uh, Anand, would you say? Yeah, well, frankly, if you see it, the look, have a look at the maths, then the scales seem to be tilted slightly in favor of the BJP. They need about six seats out of 15 that will be contested to stay in power. But 
you know, you're right that they really can't take things for granted. First of all, there is no certainty. And we've seen in past examples where bipoles have taken place that voters don't necessarily vote the, for the same party uh, when the elections take place the next time. So it's not a certainty that they'll again vote for the same people. The second point is that uh, the original vote, when they had voted for these 17 dissident uh, MLAs, it might it might be possible that it could have been an anti-BJP vote. So now that they are on the side of the BJP, would they still vote for those people? That remains a question. So I think if uh, the maths goes a little bit awry, the stability of the government might come into question, even if they manage to, uh, you know, hold on to power, whether they'll be able to remain stable is a question. It's still a question. Uh, some analysts have been saying that up north, a BJP ticket is a BJP ticket. People essentially vote for Kamal Kapoor for the for the Lotus Simple, regardless of who the candidate is. In the south, some people suggest that that is not necessarily the case. People actually uh, do pay attention to individual candidates. And people who've been rebels have switched parties. Uh, is that a bigger risk? You don't think so, Srijay? Do you? Uh, you are right in a, in a way that uh, in, in the south, the, the, the situation changes. But if you look at Karnataka itself, Karnataka has for, the, for, for, for at least a decade been quite a stronghold for the BJP. So, and also uh, considering the political dominance that BJP has enjoyed since uh, uh, 2014 and it has had a stunning run across India. Considering these factors, I would not see much of a difficulty for the BJP candidates to sail through and provide uh, uh, stability to the Yadurappa government. Mm, it just takes six, as you were saying earlier. Uh, Rohit, uh, would yeah, you I, like to comment on this? Yeah, I would just like to add, add on to what he said that typically in, you know, uh, in bipoles, candidates from the incumbent government tend to win. So I think there's a, a likelihood of uh, you know, BJP government not being at risk. There are examples and in the recent past where the incumbent government candidates have lost in bipoles. Mm -hmm. So it boils down to whether or not Karnataka actually has a sense of anti-incumbency developing. The Yadurapa government has been in power now for, for not yet quite a year. And uh, if there is a sense of anti-incumbency, it may actually make things a little bit difficult for the BJP. Otherwise, in terms of pure numbers, getting six out of 15 seats in the bipoles to be held on 5th December uh, does not seem very difficult at all. Uh, thank you. That will be all for today. Tune in tomorrow to get your dose and mints editorial discussions. If you have recommendations or any issue that you would like us to discuss, please send in your suggestions to podcast at hindustantimes.com. For more on Mint's views, you can follow us on Twitter at Shrija Kundu. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.